what was your favorite Halloween costume thus far? We're not going to mention how old you are. Sure. I dress up every year, of course. Yeah. Sometimes multiple times a year. <clears throat> but uh, best Halloween costume, I got to go with uh, this year's costume. I was one of the band members from Dragon Sound. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's the best. <clears throat> Dragon Sound is a... Will you explain it, Dutch? It's a Taekwondo rock band that, uh, well, really, they played a major part in defeating part of the drug trade that was going on in Miami by a group of motorcycle ninjas. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Most commonly known, the the biopic is called Miami Connection. Mm -hmm. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, go on Google Play and watch it. Go on YouTube and look at the... Look at the trailer, some great scenes. You know, on Google Play, it's really worth getting the HD version. Oh, really? Yeah. Why is that? Um, I don't know, I saw them both. Yeah. It was more expensive, so I just figured it was worth it. Yeah. Right. That's usually how it works. Yeah. It's more expensive. Uh, yeah, it's not a scheme. Yeah. I watched it on my phone, on yeah. the HD. The HD? Yeah. The HD and the regular, there's no difference at all. It's my phone, but I still bought the more expensive one. Well, yeah. Because I, I have class. Well, and you know you're getting a better experience. You know... You don't have to... Yeah. I, I feel like I'm not pretentious, though. Like mm. When I go to Starbucks, I never order a venti. I always say large, even though I know venti means 20 ounces mm. in Italian. What are your thoughts on that? Um, Me always saying large. I think it's fine. Yeah. I, I usually use the correct terminology for whatever coffee shop I'm in. But I worked in a coffee shop for a long time. You're very... Uh, so I'm privy to those things. But you're very well-versed, and uh, you're a lot more polite mm. and sensitive to people than I am. This is true. My favorite costume was Lieutenant Dangle from Reno mm. 911. Right when it came out. Oh, I, wow. I did work for the police for a time, so I got my police <clears throat> outfit. And I wore some Daisy Dukes that matched. And it was very cold... But it was a very popular costume mm. in the caster. I shaved my beard off for the mustache, did the whole whole nine yards. One of the f- few times I really regret shaving my beard. Actually, every time I shave my beard, I regret it. Mm. Yeah. Most, most men do. Yeah. Most men do. That's exactly right. Mm. Welcome to Dylan and Dutch Metal Detecting. Episode 10. Episode... Is it... Yeah, season three, episode ten. Yeah, it's been a great season. <clears throat> yeah, it really has. Taking it's a break, fun. just talking. Yeah, just yeah. going over stuff, shooting the breeze, telling our stories, our life stories. Yeah. You and I, huge fans of Jack Donaghy. Huge, love the guy. Uh, dear friend, I don't think we've talked about our yacht trip. No. But before we talk about the yacht trip, we should talk about what brought us there. Yeah, how far back should we... 30 years. Was the tournament, okay. Yeah, 30 years. <clears throat> there was, we were on, um, it's a Rochambeau tournament. Yeah, team Rochambeau. Right. Not individual, yeah. No, no, not individual. No, yeah. I, was, I wasn't as good individually, but the team, I was a really good team player. We were cohesive. For those of you that don't know what Rochambeau is, it's... Rock, paper, scissors. And uh, if you want to play Rochambeau to like 
Oh, what movie do you want to see? Or uh, where do you want to go out to dinner? Which yeah. of the hostages are we going to shoot in the head? You Rochambeau for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were we qualified for Team USA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were semi-pro at the time. Yeah. <clears throat> you want to talk about the tournament? Sure. Yeah, it was uh, teams of three. Daryl was with us. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the Netherlands. This year, Rado was in the Netherlands, yeah. sponsored by Heineken. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> every, every single country was represented there. 205 sovereign nations on planet Earth. We had 204 that were there. North Korea always abstains. Yeah. But we had 204 sovereign nations. Um, we made it that time all the way to the semis. Yeah. We had to get through a few teams, though. Uh, the Swiss, the Swiss were really tough. Oh, they always, they always do well. They're always in the top four. Yeah. Um, we knocked them out. They were mad. Yeah, they were. Yeah. And violent. Not towards us, but each other. Well, the, the teammates. They were de- the defending champions, yeah. too, from the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, big guys, too. I mean, they... The least peaceful of everyone there were the Swiss. Yeah. Yeah. We had some drinks with them afterwards, though. Afterwards, it was fine. Yeah, it was great. Um, and then we meet up with Zaire. Zaire? Was yeah. that the semis? That was the semis, right? That was the bronze medal match. Yeah. Oh, that was the bronze medal match. Yeah, so, we lost in the semis to Iceland. Yeah. You know, they were... They were favored. Sure, they are a good group of guys, yeah. and... Uh, yeah. I can't... I, I have no ill will towards Iceland, and we yeah. did our best. And you know what? Joke's on them. Sure. A uh, volcano erupted the next day and destroyed <laughs> their home. That's right. <laughs> so. Yeah. We, everyone had a good laugh about that, even them. They blamed us for that. Sure. Rightly so. But they, they're not going to prove that we were, we were on the other side of the globe when yeah. There's nothing, that happened. They can't tie us to it. That stopped air travel for like a week. Remember that mess? <laughs> we have to talk about that later. another time. Uh, another but time. the statute of limitations for international laws, it's not going to expire for another two or three years. So everything they have is like supposition and uh, circumstantial. Okay. I'm glad you're a lawyer. Yeah. We defeated Zaire for the bronze medal match. Turns out there was a secret. Huge, huge secret. To our success. Now, before we talk about the secret, you and I poured over hours and hours of competition footage of yeah. Zaire. Hours. Yeah. And we crunched the numbers. Mm-hmm. We did some independent research. We did some experiments. Yeah. We had some papers published. There's a lot of peer review. Mm-hmm. A ton. And we went back, and you realized something. Their Achilles heel yeah. in Zaire. At the 11th hour, you're like, guys, wait a second. Something just came to my mind. Yeah. Dutch. We exposed the weakness. Their they're, one weakness. Their one weakness. Zaire. There are no scissors in Zaire. No. And so that play is not in their Rochambeau playbook. They're never gonna it's just row. Or whatever it is. They they only play rock and paper. Yeah. They never play scissors a single time, and I I'm pretty sure that's why. Yeah. There's no scissors there. We capitalize on that like crazy. Yeah. Because it takes a whole play away from them. Yeah. Yeah. So we played nothing but paper, knocked them out immediately. They were yelling. They're like, what's... They're saying in whatever language, what do you mean scissors? What's scissors? Yeah. What are you guys talking about? 
I, you know, I'm really surprised they made it that far. They made it all the way to the yeah. bronze medal match. <clears throat> hey, good for them. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. Their country was overthrown, I think, years later. Now they're the Demi- Democratic uh, Re- Republic Con- of Congo? the Congo. Yeah. yeah. Actually, now there's democracy, so you're welcome. At, we, now, we were semi-pro at the time. You can't yeah. really be professional unless like, you get sponsors, you get paid for it. Yeah. We had Adidas. Adidas yep. was one of our sponsors. They sponsored our wristbands and our headbands. Yeah, the uh, the counterbalancing wristbands, sure. which are very very important for right. Rochambeau because when you're like you know hitting the yeah the hand, it's important. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, your arm is a, is a sword, mm-hmm. and the wristbands were like a sheath. Yeah, and it prevented a lot of carpal tunnel. Yeah. Uh, what else? Under Armour. Under yeah. Armour was a huge. Huge. They gave us everything. Yeah, the but the the best thing were the friction-free fingerless gloves. Yeah, those are great for weightlifting or yeah. Rochambeauing. Yeah. yeah, or just wearing to the Castro. They gave us their experimental um, earpieces for like our coaches up in the booths mm-hmm. during the competition. Yeah. Our coaches weren't giving us plays, but they were just talking us through the match and the spotters. Yeah, right. The coaches, our corner men. Who after each round they would we'd sit in the corner and they'd talk to us about yeah. what to do next, what strategy, and our cut guy in case one of us got cut he'd mm-hmm. sew us back up so they wouldn't call the match. Yeah. If blood is pouring during a Rochambeau match, if it's pouring like out and you can't control it, you forfeited the match. Yeah. But if you get it cleaned up yeah. and it's clean, you're not spraying over your opponent, you're good to go. Yeah. yeah. I think that's how. Uh Germany was disqualified. Yeah. They're bleeders. They are. Yeah. My favorite my favorite uh, sponsor was Parker Brothers. That was cool. Remember that? Def- it's a defunct board game now. Yeah. They did a board game based on Team USA's performance. Pretty much, it's pretty much Triple D mining company. Yeah. Dylan Dutch and Daryl. But they did a board game about Rochambeau. And we were the three main characters. It was in the 80s, during almost tor- towards the fizzling end of communism. So it was, there's a USA versus Russia bend on that it. Theme, yeah. With a Dungeons and Dragons overarching feel to it. Yeah. That was, that was a great game. We're going to have to find it. What would they name it? I don't remember. Yeah. But I, I do have a whole storage locker full of them. So sure. if, if you're looking for it, I, you know got, what? I got one. I they called it one. Red Sky. It's what they they nicknamed uh, the uh, nuclear fallout mm. if the Russians ever bombed us. And if you won the game, you would prevent Armageddon. God, that's a fun game. We're going to break it out. Great game. But when we got the bronze medal, Jack Donaghy was there. Because yeah. I think he's got a controlling interest in... Um, Under Armour or Parker Brothers. Yeah. And he invited us out. Onto the yacht. Onto his yacht. Which was cool. You want to describe the yacht for the listeners? Yeah. Uh, how big was it? It was like 70 feet long. Uh, yeah. Jet black, the whole thing. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know how many levels there were on it. Huge, big deck um, mm-hmm. for... I mean, there was just people out dancing and 
partying the whole time. He had a huge entourage. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, I liked his captain. He was really plucky. He had that Irish brogue of an yeah. accent. Gill. Yeah. yeah. I asked him what part of Ireland he was from, and he said he didn't know. He was an orphan, and he grew up in Kansas. Yeah, and he kept telling me his name wasn't Gill, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. Maybe we're thinking about the different, a different person. Yeah? We're talking about the captain, right, that steered the ship? Yeah. No, we're thinking about the same person, yeah. I think. Yeah. Fun guy. Great at darts. Don't ever play him at darts. Yeah. I was trying to beat him the whole time. No way. Uh, great food. Shark. A lot of shark. A lot of shark. Shark fin soup. We had a craving for great white. We did. They served it like crazy. It's an endangered species. It was not on that ship. No, no, it was plenty. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we, were, we were just killing for sport. Yeah, we had shark chowder. Starting the whole Jaws craze, so we wanted to kill as many sharks oh, as yeah. possible. Just Everyone disrupt the whole like ecosystem. Were, yeah. yeah. We felt like you were doing the world a service. We, were, I mean, we were. It's true. A lot of kids slept better at night knowing that we killed thousands of gray white that day. Yeah. Probably hundreds, not thousands. I'm embellishing. It's ridiculous. A lot of models on this on this party ship. Yeah, part of part of his entourage. Sure. Or I don't know, maybe he just ran into him at some convention. But, maybe. Uh, uh, earmuff models. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, what were the other ones? Shoelace models. Yeah. Well, the theory behind what they do is they put their feet into shoes to fill them out. Because when you put just regular like, newspaper into shoes, it, it looks kind of fake. Mm. You put a real person's foot into a shoe and uh, cover up their leg, it looks more authentic. And then you tie the shoelace and you take a photo of it. Mm. It's a lot of magic in the uh, entertainment industry. I'll never understand. Tons of rum. Yeah, lots of different types of rum. They had a whole room full of rum. Well, we I was were fine with that. We were in that area. Yeah. Good rum. I'm not usually a rum guy. Yeah, you know, and I didn't I. take Jack for a rum. You know, in fact, now that I think of it, I don't think I ever saw him drinking rum. He was always drinking scotch. Yeah. Or whiskey. That's why we like him. Yeah. The reason we're in that area, though, mm. didn't you bribe the captain? Yeah. I said, Gil. I pulled out a map. Yeah. We're in, uh, what was it like, near Mazatlan in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. I got the map from an old Hardy Boys book. I love the Hardy Boys. Yeah. They based some of those stories off of us when we were, like, teenagers. And, um, <clears throat> in the book, there's this map of where the Bermuda Triangle is, and I say, Gil. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to go here. I want to check this out. I've wanted to check this out ever since I read He's this like, book. like, that's on the other side of the globe. We have to go through the Panama Canal. Gil, don't worry about it. Here's some money. Let's get it done. You are really convincing. Yeah. Well, you know, I did hold up that iron bar yeah. over his head and threatened to beat him. We it. did take photos of his children in Nebraska. Yeah. And said, you know, we know where they live. We just want to make sure they're safe. Yeah. Maybe take us to the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. He changed his tune really fast. Yeah, well, we're very persuasive. Sure. Yeah. I don't um, think we do anything to children. It's ridiculous. No. Uh, Wait. What? Did we do something to children? No. We didn't kidnap him. No. Are you sure? Yeah. You I'm got positive. Yeah. No, it's just photos. The photos from MySpace. You didn't realize we had never... No, there are photos from Friendster. 
weren't they? Did, was Friendster around back then? It must have been. It was a precursor to Friendster. Whatever it was, we had never even... It's one of those friend-by-mail services. Right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, we ended up going to the Bermuda Triangle. We did. Yeah, he took us. Right where, right where it said on the map. Did you want to explain why it's called the Bermuda Triangle? I have no idea. Yeah, neither do I. <clears throat> Evidently, there really are three points that create a triangle mm. on the globe. And why is there so much mystery around it? People disappear there. Sure. I mean, in the Hardy Boys book, they were searching for this lost ship, and it turns out that... Well, I don't remember how it turned out. Yeah, no. I remember a lot of stuff we did back then. It was based on, like, some type of plot line from the Hardy Boys. Yeah. I mean, what is going on outside? So, we went to the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Dutch. Uh, what happened next? After the party, and <coughs> people were a little concerned that we were on the boat. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be, like, in a few hours, but we were there for, like, a few weeks. Yeah. And they were afraid they didn't have enough food, and we, we were like, no, no, we know how to fish. We stocked up in Panama. Yeah. Yeah, and we were fishing the whole time. Plenty of shark, sturgeon. Hit a couple islands to refill the rum. A lot of tortoises. I lot picked of up turtles. barrels of rum. Yeah. From that one island. Uh, like, but uh, eventually... This weird fog comes sure. up, and all the instruments go dead, and yeah. uh, I was really, I was getting really excited. I was so excited. I was yeah. super stoked. We were there. It was weird fog. Yeah. Turns out, we never really gassed up, and everything turned off because there was no more gas to power the electricity, and the weird fog was actually just regular fog. Yeah. But still... What a weird coincidence for everything to shut down while it's in fog. Yeah. Blew my mind. I I was excited. You were giddy. I was giddy. It was like Christmas morning for us. Everyone else was really scared. Some people were crying. Because the last time we stopped, we took all the, uh, um, what's it called, the the rafts, safety rafts, and we we threw them over. I made a balloon animal out of that one. Yeah. And all the life jackets we just threw over. And we were playing, like, uh, what's that game? Uh, shotgun. It's, uh, you throw. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, pigeon. Yeah, trap shooting. Trap shooting. Like, yeah. But we didn't have any trap. No. And I didn't want to use, like, the dishes, because that's rude. So we took the life jackets and we threw them up and we would, like, shoot yeah. them with the shotguns. That was fun. It was great. Yeah, they just exploded in, like, a oh, puff. It's like if you shot a seagull, just they just explode. Yeah. So it's dead in the water. It's literally dead Floating, in the water. Yeah, just. We were drift. fine. We were so excited. Yeah. Everybody wasn't. Jack Doggy was kind of mildly annoyed with us. Yeah. But he came over to our side and. Uh, I, he got what we were doing. He liked our style. He liked that, you know. Yeah, Gil was upset and he tried to tell on us, and then Jack Doggy wouldn't have any of it and knocked him out. Just punched him. Yeah. Right in the head. So. We realized, you know, it's been fun. But, yeah, people are scared. Well, well, we got to take care of them. So, we know how to call dolphins. This is true. We have, through a lot of meditation and work with different Sherpas in Nepal, mm-hmm. we learned how to, it's not mystical, but it's mystically, call dolphins. 
So we called a few using our secret technique, which we're not going to mention here. No. And we probably brought a few thousand. I mean, yeah. the ocean, you could have probably walked home if they, they were that thick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We could communicate with dolphins, as we've mentioned before. You were taking the lead, though, because if there's more than one translator, it's like too many cooks in the kitchen, yeah. and then you get lost in whatever whatever accent you have. Yeah, here you know and why it works so well? Because people try to, like, unravel dolphin language, but we... Sp- this might be giving too much away. We speak more of, like, a pigeon dolphin. Sure. Right. It's not, like, straight dolphin. That's where people get messed up, yeah. because humans can't speak dolphin. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So we find a middle ground. Um, call the dolphins, and mm-hmm. uh, we explain to them what's going on, and yeah. uh, they want to help. So we fashion some harnesses out of seaweed, and uh, probably 50, 60 of them we uh, rig up to the, to the yacht. And yeah. they pull us to uh, the nearest island. It, it was only a few thousand miles. Yeah. I mean, it didn't seem like that bad well, at all. all the rest of the dolphins came with uh, with them because they wanted to see what was going on. They sure. wanted to be a part of it. Be and able to tell pretty... their buddies, hey, we helped Dylan and Dutch out. So they would swap out because they yeah. all wanted to. Right. They were pretty freaked out that you could speak some type of language to them. Yeah. Um, we're pretty well known in the dolphin community, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I would think so. I, I wouldn't see why they wouldn't. We all have something in common. I didn't realize this. What? We we all share the same feelings about a certain celebrity, Dolphin. Oh, you're talking about Flicker. Yeah, I don't say the name. You can say it, but... Yeah. That's true. Not big fans of him. No. As As am I. No, they really consider him to be a sellout. We kind of bonded over that. Yeah, they call him a sellout. I there are other reasons why I can't stand the guy, but and that's that. Sure. That's that. He has my number. Um. So we did end up destroying the yacht. Yeah, they towed us to an island, um, but then we we got crashed up on the rocks. Yeah, completely obliterated it. Yeah. Some people. We're not too happy about it. So, uh, again, gosh, you know, we're excited. Sense of adventure. Like, oh, great. Shipwrecked on an island? This is like Amazing. what I've always wanted to do. What kind of island was that? I don't know. Some sort of, it was part of some archipelago. Okay. And what is an archipelago? It's a group of islands. Sure. Yeah. That's about that. Yeah. It was my idea to take all the broken yacht, and fashion a couple fan boats out of it. It was... If I wasn't already excited about being shipwrecked on an island, when you looked at me and your eyes said fan boats... Yeah. I mean, it was just too much. Yeah. A few days later, perfectly running fan boats, which was... There's a patent pending, but it could be run by rum, mm-hmm. urine, or seawater. Mm-hmm. Three of which we had plenty. Yeah. And so some of the dolphins followed us out, and we took the fan boats home. Yeah. Uh, who who came with us? We we took Jack. Yeah, Jack came along. In the models. He sat in the back. Some of the... I took that uh, uh, 
shoelace model. Yeah. And you took a couple of the... The earmuff models. Earmuff models, yeah. Yeah. Uh, everyone else stayed on the island. Turns out there was a naval base on the island. Yeah. Naval base. There's a fully functioning airport. Yeah. That flies in about 20 or 30 yeah. flights. And uh, the rocks, it was really actually a jetty. Yeah. You know, surrounding a harbor. Sure. But we don't need anyone to rescue us. No, no. Nobody rescues us. No. We rescue ourselves. And that's exactly what we did. We built those fan boats and uh, headed straight for uh, the mainland. Yeah. We spent another three weeks in the Everglades. Oh, I love the Everglades. Yeah. We gotta talk about that next time. Alright. I love the Everglades. Hmm. A lot of alligators. Or are they crocodiles? I never know. Either way. They're crocodilians. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's a good point. Rounding third, we are. We always have. Uh, it's time for us to go to Twitter, find out some questions from our, from the Twitterverse. Mm. And if you have questions, you can always tweet at Dylan and Dutch. At Dylan and Dutch, and uh, we'll try to fit you in on our next podcast. Is that our Twitter handle? I don't, at I Dylan don't know. and Dutch. Do you have it on your phone? Uh, no. No. Let me see. One of us should probably yeah. at Dylan and Dutch Metal Detecting. I don't think it's. I think that's our Instagram at Dylan and Dutch Metal Detecting. But I think Twitter we're at Dylan and Dutch. That's D I L L O N and D U T C H. Dylan and Dutch. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Okay. So from last last time we credited Old Man Beeston, who was actually from Bradley Hutchins. Oh. Brad Hutchins. Oh. Asked the last question last. Sorry, Sorry. about that, Philpaw. Brad. Um, this time it actually is from Old Man Beeston. From a couple weeks ago, here's a great question: Was Jason Bourne, was the Jason Bourne project by the CIA originally more of a metal detecting job? Can we even talk about this? Um. Yeah. Like when we had, what was it, brunch with Jason? Yeah. Which is, of course, not his real name. No. Uh. Yeah, we asked him about that. Yeah. For sure. Because he wanted to know what was in our bags, and of sure. course, it's, it was our metal detectors. Yeah. And uh, he said, oh, speaking of metal detecting... Yeah, everything's fitting into place now. Yeah. So, for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's got that little metal piece in his arm. Sure, we took care of that. We found it. Yeah, we told him where it was, exactly where it was. Yeah. So that's, that's the answer to your question, Old Man Beeston. At Old Man Beeston. Um... Next question is at Marco the Sharko. Of course, he takes a page out of Kindergarten Cop. His question is, who is your daddy and what does he do? Who is your daddy and what does he do, Dutch? I don't know if I've ever talked about my dad before. Oh, really? Do you want to not? Do you want to edit this out? Um, We don't have to mention what he does. No, it's fine. Yeah, I haven't mentioned my dad. Although they have alluded to the fact that we have... At least one time had fathers. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Good question. At Mark of the Sharko. <clears throat> Next one is at Farmer Pride. What I don't even know what that means. What and the question is what was the event that first led you to realizing your own greatness? Hmm. I know mine immediately. But uh you answer first. For me, I think it goes back to when I was still in the womb. Uh one of my very first memories, in fact, uh, listening to a piano. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody was playing the piano, 
And I remember in the womb snapping my fingers. Okay. Yeah. In perfect rhythm with a piano. Your your and own. I was, and I realized, wow, I'm just naturally really good at keeping rhythm. And probably I'm going to be really good at everything, everything yeah. I, I ever do. Essentially, you figured out that you're a metronome yeah. in the womb. Yeah. That's great. For me, I think it was at birth. When I came out, I realized that I could speak multiple languages. Hmm. And I understood differential mathematics. Hmm. And also there was a seventh of Newton's laws of the physical universe that I invented. Hmm that uh, I'll share with the universe when they need it. They don't need it now. Kind of like snapping your fingers. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's been a great episode. We've covered it's, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Answered a few questions. Great questions. Yeah. Guys, keep them up. We're going to be answering them a lot. A lot of, I like interacting with our Twitter followers. I do too. We have like 680 or something. we got to bring that, we got to bring that up. We only follow 26 people. We're very hot right now. Do you have do you have a favorite because this goes back to season one? Do you have a favorite tool you used when we were fashioning these fan boats? Um, when we were fashioning the fan boats, yeah, my speedo, yeah, because I take it everywhere I go. Of I course, don't always you do. use it, but I yeah. always have it. Um, this one was uh, it was a black speedo with mm -hmm. blue lightning bolts. Yeah, electric blue lightning bolts on it. Sure. Um, I just looked really good. You look great. And that Speedo. And uh, I felt really good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was part of that whole adventure. I was just so excited about being shipwrecked. Just like, yeah. it's Speedo time. Absolutely. If there was ever a time to bust that out. It's important it to have thing. confidence yeah. when we're adventuring. Absolutely. If you don't have confidence, you're dead. And that's chapter 8 of our book. For me, I think it was my wristbands. Oh. The Adidas ones. It kept my arms leveled and balanced. Hmm. Either that or... Uh... No, it was the wristbands. Hmm. What song should we end this on? I always have to wonder what song it is. Oh, I got the perfect one. Yeah? Do you want to say it or do you want to just go right to it? No, let's just play it right... Now. No. Reminds me of child